What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about how we value ourselves and what shapes those ideas. So I misspelled the word webinar on a social media post I made for the upcoming free webinar about breathwork that I am hosting. My first thought was, oh, fuck, I look like an idiot misspelling the thing that I am promoting. So I frantically remade the graphic and tried to edit the post, but I would have had to take it down and then repost it. And then everyone would know that I did it because I misspelled the word and now I can't do that. What's done is done. I'll just get in front of it and call myself out with a facepalm emoji, even though an emoji of me crawling into a hole to hide forever would have been more appropriate. People had shared the post which I'm always so incredibly grateful for, but now different people are going to see how I misspelled the word and are going to see how stupid I look. So all of this is running through my head, and in the midst of my frantic attempt to correct this grave error, it occurred to me that I was frantic, and I took a step back to assess the situation. In reality, all I did was misspell a word, which everyone has done at some point, and real talk, I think that webinar would probably sound better, maybe with like an accent, if it were spelled the way that I originally spelled it. Okay, so the world is not ending. In the scheme of all the things, how I spelled the word webinar this one time on this one post doesn't matter at all. And so why am I having such a strong reaction? And when I stop to consider that, I realize that it's because I place a lot of value on my intellect. I am smart, and I often feel that I need to prove that I'm smart. I used to date someone who would always compliment me on my looks, which at the time I was very appreciative of, but I would always chime in and add, and I'm smart too. That should have said much more than it did to me back then, but that's another episode. So back to how smart I am. I I swear I can spell. Shit, I can't. I can't. I can't spell, y'all. Here's one of my deepest, darkest secrets. I rely heavily sometimes on spell check. There it is. It's out. Also, since we're divulging secrets, I rely on a calculator for basic math. It's all out in the open now. And like Brene Brown always says, shame can't survive the light. So there it is. It's in the light. I have released it. Let's talk about that, though. Why did I feel such a strong reaction and sense of shame about something so inconsequential? I am a recovering perfectionist. I've spent many, many of my years in this life trying to earn value through seeking perfection in various areas. My weight being one has fluctuated many times over the years because I had an extremely unhealthy relationship with my body and thought that the value came from what it looked like. And so I spent many years trying on various restrictive diets, cleanses, eating disorders, extreme workouts, all the things. And it was never going to work because perfection doesn't exist. And my value has nothing to do with what I look like. Um, also, when I think about my need for perfectionism, I think about the fact that I grew up in a home that was literally full of garbage and clutter. 
we had a pathway that led through the house with boxes and other shit piled as tall as I was. And so when I began to live on my own, I became obsessive about the cleanliness of my home. It had to be perfect. It had to be literally spotless. I remember thinking about how happy I was that it looked like no one lived in my apartment when I lived alone because everything stayed or returned to a very specific placement at all times. This was a major source of stress and the reason I lived alone for so long. It also made living with others a huge challenge when that came up and a source of anxiety for me. And now I have trailed off into a topic for another episode, but those are just a couple of examples of how I sought out value from things outside of myself. If I could just be smart enough or clean enough or fit enough or whatever else, then maybe I would feel better about myself. And when I stumbled on that neuroscience class in my undergrad, I did truly love it. But if I'm honest, I really enjoyed the feeling that it provided, the validation to myself that I am smart enough, and that allowed me to feel value in my intellect. And I built an identity around that. I have grown up with a very strong inner critic. I always heard the saying that we're hardest on ourselves. So I thought the level of judgment and hatefulness that I directed inward to myself was fairly normal. And this is something that we will revisit throughout our time together, because I feel like it's very important that we understand that Just because something is common or frequent does not make it normal and it does not make it okay. So that judgment did not stop with myself. I judged others all the time, especially when it came to grammar and spelling. I admit that's still a pet peeve of mine, but I have much more grace around the fact that we misspell shit, we're human beings. And sometimes spell check doesn't work, which I have found out. So now that I've misspelled something publicly, holy shit. I automatically assume that the judgment is thick out there. Or is it? I only feel that way because I have such a strong foundation of harsh harsh judgment towards myself and others. And the truth is, real talk, other people rarely give a shit about the things we do anyways, in that way. Because we're all in our own heads making shit up about ourselves and what others may be thinking. And so we don't really have time or the cognitive space to be thinking about other people's stuff because we're all so much more self-absorbed than we realize. And it's natural. Our systems are in place to create our perception of reality and monitor how we feel and what we're doing in order to ensure our survival. We are consumed by our own world that revolves around us. And the other thing is, I know this from all of the experience I have being hateful and judgmental, that if you're taking the time and energy to judge others, For something, especially something that doesn't matter at all, it's because you feel something similar about yourself. We see in others a reflection of how we view ourselves. So ultimately, most people are too caught up to be judging you, and if they are, it's more likely about them anyways. And this is why it's really none of our business what anyone else thinks of us. It matters greatly what we think about ourselves. That, my friends, is actually the thing that matters. Too many of us give away our power concerning ourselves with what others might think, what others think of us, what others think about what we're doing. When in reality, those people are probably aren't even thinking about you at all, because we are all concerned about ourselves and what we are doing and what other people think about what we're doing. And so it matters what we think about ourselves and what we say to ourselves, because we are literally programming our brain 
with our expectations of what we are capable of. And it may seem like it doesn't really matter, but from a neurological perspective, you are literally laying down and potentiating those ideas and limitations for your brain to go forward with. And if actively saying nice things to yourself or about yourself is outside of your comfort zone at this moment, just work on noticing when you're thinking about yourself negatively or notice how harsh the judgment is towards yourself. Because becoming aware of these patterns is the first and only way to begin to change them. And the goal is just to be gentle with ourselves. For a lot of us, we've spent a long time building a certain narrative around ourselves and changing it doesn't happen overnight. When we're thinking about the narrative that we've built, it is also useful to factor in where those ideas come from. Because supremacy culture has us thinking all kinds of things matter that really don't. I have come so far, I am not on the same page I used to be. I'm not even in the same book that I used to be. But old habits that I had created and strengthened for so long, they are strong and they still pop up. And the thing is, now I am able to notice the critical self-talk that is neither useful nor usable. And I know that we can choose to reject and release our thoughts that aren't helpful and consciously choose a new thought to replace it and then think about where our standards are coming from. Are we directing ourselves with what feels good inside ourselves from our inner knowing? Or are we trying to measure up to metrics created by a culture that is literally created to make you feel like you're never enough? All right, wrapping things up here, I have a webinar coming up that is free of cost, and I will be going over the psychology and physiology of breathing and how to breathe in order to release tension and stress as we head into the 2020 holiday season. I will put that in the show notes so you can find the information there. As always, very sincerely thank you for joining me today. And again, if you would be so kind as to rate, subscribe, follow, whatever else you can do with this, share if you like. I am incredibly grateful. Until next time, peace out.